Welcome to the podcast. Three, 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 three uncles. Three, 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 three uncles in the basement. Three uncles in the basement podcast. Okay, and we're back. This is a this is a record. This is our third recording of the day. But they don't know that. It's just it's just how hard we work. Not really. Hey man, you don't leave the gym until you see the progress. We're not leaving the the mics until we have the progress. That makes no sense. Okay, we were like in a really good discussion. Like, let's maybe backtrack and you know start from the top. Yeah. Okay. So, what precipitated this conversation? So we were talking about um oh like the the Instagram and like TikTok things we've seen of drag queens. Are they drag queens? We'll get to that in a bit. No, I think it was how do you prevent your children from becoming porn stars yeah okay yeah. that was the catalyst yeah that's what initiated this conversation um what what were our conclusions uh we just concluded that just be in your child's life right just yeah we were saying that you can't like you can't force them to not do something but like being present in their life and stuff like that right that's where we're yeah uh, my thing was be an active force in in your child's life provide them the validation that they need because everybody needs validation yeah yeah and i don't know any porn stars so i can only guess as to why people get into into that line and my guess is one okay financial sure yeah yeah right but i don't even know how well it pays um second one is it's a sense of control over their life and destiny and maybe the third one is validation so my feeling is provide your child with that validation in the house from a young age so it builds up their confidence builds up their sense of security uh, their self-esteem so they're not looking for that validation externally yeah also help them grow to the point where they are comfortable in their own skin so they feel complete with who they are and they don't need any validation from anybody else but themselves yeah yeah so i think a huge part of it does kind of stem from low self-esteem from like childhood and <laughs> robin's like stripping for us here um <laughs> And um, so, yeah, I think it stems from low self-esteem. And this is like very common, at least in like brown culture. I'm not sure about other cultures, but I'm sure it happens in other cultures cultures as well. But if you're like growing up, you're like overweight or underweight. Like there's so many comments that get made from your parents, relatives, other family. And it's like they essentially like fat shame you or make fun of like how underweight you are. There's always like comments going on. Um, and that's like from childhood, from the very beginning that invokes the low self-esteem. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I opened up WhatsApp then dad put something on his uh his like story right and it's my mom she opening the phone and then the camera flipped back in her face then they accidentally posted <laughs> oh my god so we're, we're gonna delete that leave it yeah so another um i guess i tracked by his story um yeah uh how you make your child feel yeah so exactly. growing up i was very skinny to the point where in my grade six class pictures yeah. one of my friends took the picture to her mom and her mom's like sees me and she was is this kid sick oh damn. Right? Like, that's how skinny i was also um being told that i look like a <laughs> it's funny now <laughs> it wasn't funny then uh i look like a, a hanger with a with a shirt on it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
Wait, I'm not skinny anymore. Yeah. But like, I don't work out anymore either. But like when I used to, like, I still felt skinny. Yeah, because like that's like stuck. In it's stuck mind. in my mind yeah, that yeah. like like I, I'm a skinny person. So to me, it feels like no matter like what kind of shape I'm in, I was 185 pounds, right? Like, I had like I had a little bit of like, a little bit of belly, right? <laughs> I felt skinny. Yeah, yeah. Right. So how you talk to your kids, how you condition them really makes a huge impact on how they turn out the other thing is she tells me like i'm a good looking guy right yeah people tell me that i don't i don't believe it but is that just like because so sorry i do believe it but it's like i don't know how to explain it it's hard to accept it's, maybe maybe mm-hmm. is that because just like you had like low like confidence in yourself so when no, it's because someone... bitches never wanted me <laughs> <laughs> um is it because you had like low self-confidence and then now like even if other people are like giving you compliments and saying it you don't really like believe her, her, her jewel walked in right now she'd be like you guys are still recording <laughs> yeah. um Nah. Okay, I'll continue. continue. Say that again. Is that because you had low co- self confidence? So, like, from even when people are complimenting you, you still don't believe it. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is. You open up, so da- open up, I would open up and go to and look at the stories. Go to WhatsApp and look at the stories. Yeah. Let's see a live reaction. Come here. Live reaction. Just open. No, come here. Come here. Go to the mic. Go to the mic. Man, don't open it. Yeah. Oh, you idiot. Okay, look at the story. <laughs> we need live reaction. Yeah. Cl- cl- click on dad's story. What the hell is this? <laughs> what the fuck? How did that happen? How did that happen? I think he accidentally uploaded it. I think she did it because she uses his phone. Sometimes. Oh, she probably did. She probably did it because she, she likes to. Yeah. She's like, those crazy girls check the like, man's messages. Yeah. Message. Does your she mom does do that? No. She opens up like dad's WhatsApp Not messages. Not only does she do that, and she, she changes his display picture to yeah. what she wants it to be. Yeah, I know. Uh, that shit doesn't happen in my house. Yo, podcast got tense. Pajama came off. <laughs> yeah, it got too hot in here. The conversation got heated. It got heated, man. I had to change. <laughs> Um, it's so hot. Your AC isn't even on. It's not. No. It is on. Cold. No, the AC is on. Uh, uh, so we got so sidetracked. Um, I left and you guys are recording a podcast like the same no, thing. No, no. Okay. Uh, we're talking about like girls becoming porn stars. No good. <laughs> 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 no, we were talking about like where it comes from and potentially like low self-esteem. So we were like, oh, I know like, the historical context of like. No, no. We're just yeah. Somebody made a camera and somebody had low self-esteem and they're like, mm-hmm. you want. They got together. You think it's the self-esteem? Or do you think it's the fun of it? No. Maybe, right? That's maybe, a possibility. Maybe for Money. some We talk about the financial aspect. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some people just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. maybe they like it. But for some people, it could be a more deeper-rooted issue. Is what we're saying. Like an addiction. <laughs> no. I have a question. So you know, like strippers, they've been doing their gig for millions of years, thousands yeah. of years since the dark time. You think OnlyFans girls and like strippers have like beef? Oh. No, because oh. I'm sure strippers have OnlyFans. Yeah, they're probably it's on it like too. A, it's not like a one or other thing. You can do both. Yeah. It, and they do both. It just makes sense to actually do both like yeah. multiple streams of revenue. Yeah. Well, business perspective. There's like no cost though. Just you. Did you see that there's a girl like with a meaty clear that's like everywhere? She's like a fob and she was like. She has know, OnlyFans too. Yeah, and then. Yeah. She told Basi that she made like money off of the OnlyFans. She donated to Khal Said. <laughs> oh my god! Or like the farmers protest. <laughs> you donated. What was, what, what was Basi's reaction? Oh, oh my! Oh, oh, oh baby! Oh baby! 
She comes up to her and she's like, "My weight lose, hogi. My patli hogi. My sati patli hogi. I'm on a new diet. Yeah. I only drink water now. <laughs> Then I see her with a double matai and a fork. Yeah. Two minutes later, yes. downstairs. Yesterday she wanted ice cream, right? Someone fulfilled that order? No, we didn't. Yeah. So she's like, she calls me. She up. I'm upstairs. She did my dad's just like, "Do I get tulle? I'm like, "What? Yo, what's going on? What's cracking?" <laughs> And he's just like, "Your mom made ice cream chonthi ho." So I'm like, "They're like bindenu pochla, right?" Because she runs the house. So she's in the washroom, right? So I'm like, "She's in the washroom." So I go up to the second best thing with this hair. I walk in the hair, and I'm like, "Yo, she wants ice cream." And she's like, "What am I supposed to do? The ice cream in the fridge, right?" So then I, we don't know. She's done shitting, or like whatever. Great imitation of her jota. <laughs> Now we're talking. She's done shitting, and then she comes. I'm like, yo, she wants ice cream, and they're like, like it's in the fridge, man. It's in the fridge. Get it? It's in the fridge. <laughs> I don't sound like that, but okay, okay, wait. <laughs> Let me finish the story first. Okay, so then I come downstairs. I'm like, yo, there's like two tubs of vanilla ice cream. Mom's like, Because no, I want, I want mango. I want mango yeah. ice cream, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm like, okay, then go get it. She's like, name my car, no car, no give it. Yeah. And then she never ate it today because she forgot probably. No, I was supposed to go grocery shopping. I didn't. Oh. I'm gonna go tomorrow. Yeah. Does that happen in your house? Do people like your parents want ice cream? My parents eat healthy. They don't eat this kind of stuff. But like, it's like, are we the parents? I don't think that's a joke. They actually they, 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 care, the like, they watch what they eat, so they eat zero junk food. Yeah, I've been on like a cookie flex lately. Okay. Stop eating the Punjabi cookies. Cookies. Uh, I have a weird thing with them. So you were supposed to imitate. Oh yeah, you still imitate. And do a proper one. Yeah. Not your not your typical Rajveer noises. <laughs> she got like the sound pad, you know. <laughs> All right, so which one? Who should I start with? Oldest. Do Sam. Yeah. Okay, Sam. Okay, wait. I got a, I got a plan. Give me like a give me a situation that I could okay, I could like, play it out. There, like, um, I don't know, like I don't know. Maybe something fell. Like, what would the person's reaction be? <laughs> Give me more detail. Give me like a time. Give me like some improv, man. Rajvir, you broke my table. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So like you like um like broke something in the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dad said that you broke it. Mom didn't tell me that you broke Aster. She's like, oh, the torta get right. And the dad's like, Raj, the dumbass crab. Or a hot tamari, a thalle digya. Just do the imitation, man. Okay, so the table breaks. Oh my god, you broke my table. I'm gonna like. Snitch on! I eat watermelon on that table, man. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> She would never say I'm gonna snitch on you. <laughs> oh my God, mom's gonna be so mad. Mom's gonna kill me. Oh my God. Okay, Bindi. Okay, dude. what's up, dudes? <laughs> I don't sound like that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and we're back. We're recording another episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. All right now, her job. Okay, job. Yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. I just passed my test, yo. Hundred percent, yo. <laughs> gonna hit the gym now. We're gonna go out now. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. All right. Getting back to our actual topic. Bindi sounded the best of. Guys, let's let's get back to the topic. Yeah. So where were we? Oh, we should do a podcast episode where you do it in a different voice the whole thing. That'd be a challenge. I think he would just break. I don't think he would be able to stay. You last. You last, right? Um. Okay. So we were at. Mom's voice. Oh, drop a garja, please. <laughs> I'm, we're trying to have a, a proper conversation here. 
making it fun. Huh? Have your political topics. Your viewers like this for you already know it. They come oh. for this. We're gonna have to cut all this out. You can only do that to a certain extent. You have to like actually inst like try to give them good values. No man, you got bullied if you put like parental like things. We had this one kid, like grade A. He had a phone. We never had phones. He had like parental like like uh you know whatever. Only he could use some app for like that's yeah. a long time, right? You wish to like make fun of that kid. You know? like why the fuck? What are you fucking pussy? Why are you doing that shit? Man? That's all mean. Don't be bullying him like that. Bullying is good. It holds people to it's limits. It's not good. Bullying is not good. B B B. Bring back did bullying. You ever, did you Did you ever get bullied? No, I don't think I did. W w w did you bully? The, I wouldn't say I was like the head of the operation. <laughs> but part of bullying? I support bullying sometimes. It's good in some situations. No. Like if somebody's being a fuckboy has like girlfriends, you gotta be like, yo, what the fuck you doing, right? You wait, wait, say, say that again? Somebody's being like a fuckboy, right? Yeah. And has like a girlfriend, right? You gotta make fun of them. Girlfriend? Like somebody has a girlfriend. What do you like? No, who makes fun of somebody for having a girlfriend? That's what we all did in like middle school. Middle school in, girlfriends aren't real girlfriends. In middle like, school, they used to make fun of each other if you were dating someone. Cause yeah, that's what they were trying to be gay together. <laughs> like, like, oh, look at that guy he's heterosexual what a loser we did that shit back in no we never made fun of anybody for having a girlfriend yeah but in elementary school uh you would pretend to not like girls yeah, yeah. like we wouldn't stand next uh, uh we wouldn't stand beside a girl in line because yeah. girls were fucking cooties and shit but in, in middle school they think no nobody cared one time this is like we're bullying like it's extreme there's one kid man got pants and it's like she came off too <laughs> like before school started his kid got passed yo he never lived it down the rest of like the school year yeah it's, it's tough yeah, see, it's like, as a parent how can you control something like that from happening you can't yeah you can't that's just that, that's kids being kids and being stupid yeah like you as a parent you're not gonna stand beside your child and create a force field yeah, you can so only no one comes and pulls your kid's pants down at school yeah you can only stand in the trees like a creep right that's, that's all you can do you can watch with binoculars from, from afar <laughs> do not give her the microphone bring it back <laughs> But then I think what you could do is like maybe give them some sort of like I don't know like is it like support of like how to handle these situations? But if like your hurt? child wouldn't tell you if they're like if they got pants. Yeah, like and pants like they're not gonna open up to you. They're not gonna open up to you, but you can probably read body language. <laughs> no. <laughs> getting them involved in the getting them involved in sports is is probably a healthy way for them to not get bullied. Hey, but i think it depends on like what type of relationship you have with your child and like in the sense that have you created like a safe space where like if something does happen they feel comfortable sharing it with you like when they've shared in the past has it been like received positively with support because if it's a negative reaction they're going to be reluctant to share with you in the future to this day, I don't communicate with my parents openly because of this of, of this exact whatever you said. Yeah. I every time I would share something, it would either turn into a lecture or it would later be used against me. And then it come it came out to why don't you uh, open up to us and uh, and 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 tell us what's going on? Why don't you uh, talk to us properly? What are you supposed to do? My child got bullied. I'd straight up tell him be like, "Yo, go punch the other kid. Yo, just go fuck him up. Go like throw him in the dirt or some shit." Yeah. Are you okay with your child fighting another child for self? Event, or would you want them to take the high road and be like, you know, just, no, but yeah, being the aggressor is all good, man. no, but like, yeah, if your kid's getting attacked and the person's not 
stopping to hit like they have to hit back what are you gonna just sit there and take it aggressor man okay shut up (laughs) your child is being raised by mom um but yeah the thing you were saying i do the same thing with my parents but i don't tell them things but like mine's a bit stupid though because like if i like get a raise or i change jobs i've stopped telling them that information now because anytime i would tell them it would be received very negatively like like pay creases were received negatively like when i would change a job and i'm making more money at the new job they would be like oh you're changing your job again but why don't you just stay where you are which is the stupidest reaction so i just stopped telling them now look you're telling somebody who's worked the same job for like 30 years right yeah they value loyalty they value like job security it's not not loyalty it's job security yeah so they feel like well if you stay in the same place longer it's better for you right which is not how that's not how careers are built in these days right um and the jobs we do is like we gain transferable skills and we can take it elsewhere um so like people taking your towns to south beach yeah so people like move around a lot more right from job to job and company to company so they don't fully understand that so i've like i've just stopped telling them do you open up with your parents uh i mean they already know everything i do so that's true you don't get out of the house uh, yeah there's nothing for me to tell them yeah although i have told them like one time uh, like when I went to go write my like driver's test, I got confused for like a fob, right? Told them that and then they laughed at it. Well, I guess that's not what we're talking about. It's deep personal stuff that you feel insecure about. You can't do that with yeah. your parents though. You can't. I was going to say that sounds like her joke. Like <laughs> her joke tells like, I feel like you tell mom and dad like everything. She says like probably too much. Um, Where I'm like the complete opposite. I would never tell them anything because I don't want to deal with the yeah, commentary. It's blurt too much. Yeah. Like not like I don't know. No, like if you're feeling anxious or something, oh, yeah, you yes. would tell mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I would never, never share that with them. I can't share that with anybody. Cause l- l- I mean, like one time, like I haven't done that in a while. But like one time, I told them, like you guys, like in your money problems is stressing me. I don't. And then like, oh, Satine, like why do you feel stressed? And I'm like, cause you guys are saying you're broke and you want my money. What you bought, And I was like, and you guys are saying you was broke and you want my money. And, I don't know, I said louder oh, oh, volume because like I was saying like um, yeah because like I didn't start working and then mom's already asking me for rent and I'm like uh, sometimes that stresses me out and then they look shook about it like what really we just say that you're gonna support us and I'm like oh yeah add more pressure as you're comforting me <laughs> and I'm like no I ain't gonna do that no um or like uh yeah yeah no i I tried sharing my like you know like like in the previous episode of the mental health one i was told i had gas it wasn't anxiety but like it's not perceived right sometimes sometimes it's just like not the strong but i catch the catch the comes she comes in her room she says that and i'm just like okay but i feel stressed but like okay catch the catch the the push push it push and I'm like, okay, what is this metaphor of this hati di pusha that he's talking about? The metaphor basically means elephants are large, the bulk of the task is done, and just the tail left. Yeah. It's a tiny bit left. Yeah, she's like, pusha, that's all I hear. And I'm like, good to know. We were talking about being friends with gay people. That's where we actually pause our conversation and grab the mics. Yes, so, no? Do you want to give some context of like your pers- like uh, perspective on it? Being friends with gay people. <coughs> I know you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I'd be friends with gay people. Gay people are good sometimes if they're gay and like okay it's like 
You're friends with like a like a religious person, right? Okay. Like let's say you're friends with like a person in like a, I don't know like a missionary person, right? Okay. They hold that stuff to the side. It's fine. When they start pushing that shit on you, man, nah, that's too far. Okay, but this is not how being gay works. If you have a gay friend, okay. <laughs> if you if you have if you have a friend who's religious, overly religious, they will say, "There's nothing better than God. Try this." Karja, hold your fucking horses, okay? I'm I'm in the middle of something. Horses are on cocaine. And like, what do you what do you like? Like, like, like the, the attention span of like, wait, what's an animal with like a small attention span? A monkey? I'm like probably like a mouse or something. I don't know. Like what do you want to say? I want to say um, it's it's a combination of the religious thing you pointed out. And the OCD thing I, I read recently online about religious OCD. <laughs> Since your last podcast. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. So that's not how being gay works. Okay. You can't. It's not the same as having a friend who's overly religious who will say, yo, like, well, the God's word is the truth. Like, you have to try it. Otherwise, you're going to hell. Right. A gay friend's not going to be like, yo, they like, tried dick or you're, like, or you're not living life. That's not how it works. Okay. <laughs> no, but like being like promiscuous. Promiscuous. <laughs> promiscuous. 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 But that's like be- making the assumption that like your gay friend is very out there and trying to do everyone. Like they're not like that. And even if they are, they're not going to be pushing you to go sleep with everyone. You know? That's not. Yeah. So the discussion we were having before we started recording was being friends with having a gay friend. Right. And my thing was I have no issues with being friends with a gay person. But it's having a person who's gay and if it's a guy and he has feminine tendencies that makes me uncomfortable yeah so i don't see myself initiating that friendship getting to know that person and seeing what kind of person they are i i'm willing to give that a chance and we might end up being friends but i don't it, but they, that makes me uncomfortable so i don't see myself going out of my way to initiate that friendship if it was a gay person who you know you can't tell it's a gay person but you know they're gay they tell you that they're gay and they seem like one of the guys i don't know i don't have a problem like neil patrick harris yeah i could be friends with that guy yeah so i just wanted to clarify so the feeling uncomfortable has nothing to do with their sexual orientation it has to do with how they portray themselves yeah it's got nothing to do with them being gay like i said i don't have like in my business if that person were to apply for a job and they can do the job just fine they can have that job no questions asked it's just something in my mind that it just it just just, that's something i gotta work on maybe i don't know but yeah like See, that was like the thing I was saying earlier than we were talking before. It's okay. Also, to clarify, if it makes me uncomfortable, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be a dick to that person. I will yeah. still treat them with, 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 with respect and kindness. I'm just saying I wouldn't see myself initiating a, a friendship with them. I'll still talk to them fine. I'll give them respect, honest, genuine respect, not just superficial stuff. I'll treat them like just, uh, just as I would treat anybody else. It's just I would have a much easier time being friends with a gay person who exhibits the more quote unquote masculine tendencies. So, I think that has like in part something to do with like um how we were raised like like in like in society but also like it could be like in your family as well like and the example like i'll compare this to is like when you grow up in a brown family you'll find that like most brown parents are racist like that's how they were raised right but from their parents so they've they're also racist and then you're raised by these racist parents essentially which is like what happens a lot in brown families um so you have this fixed like 
I wouldn't want to say fixed, but like that's a perspective you were raised with. So there's a lot of like unlearning that needs to happen there because um, you've been conditioned to think a certain way. So you have to like like open up your perspective and challenge the things that they're saying. Um, so I think it's kind of similar to what you're saying and the pointing out of what makes you feel uncomfortable. It's like it's just like a bit of unlearning that has to happen to get comfortable with that idea, which isn't what we were um taught right because there's society looks at that negatively as well i think we've been kind of conditioned to perceive that a certain way okay when it comes to doing the unlearning from our uh, from our, our childhoods and being <laughs> from a racist community as kids we were all told to not be friends with black people well i had like a black friend he was like my i had friend. black friends too it's not the it's not the point i'm making it's just that our community treats black people in a very negative way yeah, yeah. Right. And I find I struggle with this with my fob friends. Right. Anything bad happens, well, it's probably a black guy. Right. And I got to be like, no, they shut, they shut the fuck up. That's not how shit works. Yeah. Right. So I struggle with fucking trying to educate them. That's just how our, how our community is. Right. Um, but the unlearning, it's been when, when we were kids, it was, oh, don't play with, don't be friends with black people. Right. It wasn't, don't be friends with gay people. Right. Yeah. So the, the gay aspect that's something else i don't think that has anything to do with how we were raised no i don't mean like how we were raised but i think like in the grander scheme of things like society has a certain view towards gay people so i I don't think it's like culture specific or family specific i think it's the western society has a view that we're all kind of conditioned to the thing with the society nowadays i feel like it's a lot more accepting right yeah like now it's evolving now it's changing yeah Yeah. Yeah. like the thing is i grew up i guess in like the woke era or whatever right Mm-hmm. basically raised and does right but i still hold like the same views as you guys right mm-hmm. no you don't what like like it's weird being around people who don't like act like their gender like, i feel the same way that's not what we really said i don't is that is that what we said like you were just saying that it's it makes you feel uncomfortable it's something you need to like work on yeah i and like I said, I would actually give it an honest shot. Well, what you're saying is, well, so say, say what you said again. I just, I'm, I'm totally lost. It's like weird being around people who don't act like how their gender like is, right? Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but now let's take that further and apply it to the trans transgender community. I mean, I feel like if they're a good person, right, mm. uh, I'm fine with them, right? Mm. As long as they're not, like, causing any harm to society. As long as they're not trying to make anybody else transgender. That's not how it works. <laughs> It's not how it works. Yeah, it starts with one and then it spreads, man. <laughs> it's not a disease. It's not how it works. Nah, but if they're cool, then it's cool, right? If they're, like, weird and, like, they're always naked and, like, you know, just, uh, right? And just, um, I don't like What that. the fuck are you talking about? Always naked? The pride parade, man. They're, like, naked yeah, That happens people. once a year, man. Yeah, but still, man, I don't know. I don't know about those people, man. But, like, okay, regardless of their... If you're not, if you're, like, a normal person and you're naked, too, still, I don't want to be friends with you. So you were just saying you're uncomfortable with like nudity, basically. Yeah. yeah. Are Are you a never nude? You, like, you shower with your clothing on? No, like if you're naked in the streets. Who the hell is naked in the streets? He's just saying other people's nudity makes him feel uncomfortable. Who is he watching that's naked? Hey, I was watching cops one day. <laughs> I was protesting for climate change. And he was naked riding a bicycle. But no one's telling you to watch it. You watched it. Yeah, but like still, like, like okay, watching something on TV show is different than experiencing it. Like, let's say I'm walking downtown, right? I see like a naked person, right? I have I'm yet gonna, to see a naked person walking down the street. I'm going to distance myself. I'm from almost 35. 
<laughs> I have yet to see a naked person walking down the street. Anyways, enough of this nakedness. Uh, let's go to your topic. What, what did you? What? I'm not finished with this yet. We were on transgendered people. Yeah. And the example was so the before this it was feeling uncomfortable with people who don't act like their gender. Yeah. Right. But if it's a a trans woman or trans person, biologically speaking, they are the opposite sex. Yeah. Right. But they have undergone a change now to take on traits of the other sex. I don't find that uncomfortable. I think that's normal. In dealing with them. Yeah, dealing with them. Yeah, right. Like a day to day. The example that we were discussing was that guy on Instagram. Yeah. He had a he he had a, he had a turban. He had a beard. He was wearing makeup and a dress. Yeah. That I found uncomfortable. That is uncomfortable. But if he had gone undergone a transition and become a female, well, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, if he loses the turban. I had nothing, I, I had nothing to do with the turban. Nah, man. I feel like that's like disrespectful. How is that? How? how? Cause like you know like turbans worn by like you know like people who are like 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 it's like a veterans right like uh, okay wait okay so like you know how like veterans have like a purple heart they they get like a purple heart award right so like it's like, like the same way like you can't give a purple heart to like somebody who just like sits around at home all day and does nothing so like you know like women wear turbans yeah no that's fine that that's fine right women wearing turbans I I think that's good that's a good thing right but like when you're you're lachan. When your actions are like a certain way, uh, wearing like a turban, like I don't know, man. Like if he you, became a woman, if he became a woman and he was like dressing like properly, you know, and wearing a turban, then that's fine. If that was a guy without a turban but a beard, same guy, yeah, no turban, yeah, makeup and a dress, how would you feel? I I would feel a little bit better. I would feel more comfortable. Uh, to me, it's the same thing. Nah, I'm, I to don't me, know. same thing. But if that person undergoes a sex change and becomes a woman, right? I don't. That's fine. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, like you're saying that it's a disrespectful, right? Because their actions don't align with what the turban represents, right? But it's like, what about like all the other dudes that are wearing turbans and then they drink and smoke and stuff like tapa and stuff? Yeah, their actions His don't align actions either. Are really worthy if you their actions don't align either, and you're a fan of that katapa asshole. And like, isn't that why like that Arnie McFly guy cut his like hair? Because that he was an influencer too, but he said that his actions didn't align with thing and he felt like, guilty and that's why he like but, but Kadapa and everyone they bashed him for it they're like his guti went flying and just made fun of him even though that was his reason for cutting yeah. his hair but I think s- some of these like guys who like they don't follow the religion but they wear a turban like I wonder how much of it is because like their parents expect them to wear that and they've been told and like kind of a bit forced people, into like, having to do that like people like like i don't know it's just confusing because some people like just don't know like religious history or like they're not into religion but then like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden if something like the farmers protests happen all of a sudden they're religious and use like the religion as like a pedestal and she's like yeah like we're ready yeah. to fight everyone and put like a khanda on their instagram bio and like you know those type of people yeah <laughs> but so they like, like start, you- start hyping yeah and when it's convenient it, yeah, to them so then or whatever they, they make yeah. it such a big deal mm-hmm. like the farmers protest like yeah i my friend was messaging me saying why aren't you posting it why aren't you posting it because i'm like it's already all on social media it doesn't mean i don't support it i just don't need to post it yeah and mm-hmm. yeah people are like that people are fighting each other over that type of stuff of like who's posting who's supporting what which is so stupid like what like yeah you know what i mean google what Sikhi says about homosexuality it says nothing right is everyone's accepted in one well like 
traditionally if you like look at like the code of conduct is like the rat maryada like the sgpc rat maryada so it's not like that, that's made by simple men it wasn't made by the gurus yeah but like even in the gurus town like there's no documentation of history of like being a, like a gay and on the card that's, not, that's not what i'm asking i'm saying what are sikhs views on, on homosexuality it's like everybody's accepted everybody's accepted right yeah so a guy who is dressed as a woman wearing a turban yeah right that shouldn't cause you more concern than a guy who wears a turban cuts his beard we're not supposed to cut our beards cut our hair yeah and drinks and smokes yeah and uh i think it's more like a culture shock than anything because we've grown accustomed to like people wearing turbans and doing that type of shit right yeah. but then when you see somebody wearing a turban and does like you know like i guess gay stuff yeah, right? isn't, that, isn't isn't that a cause for concern it's more of a culture shock it is a cause for, a concern. Cause for concern yeah it just shows how corrupted this community has become yeah we can be accepting of what's explicitly banned yeah but something that is uh should should be accepted as a, as a, as a person as who they are as as who they are they're being uh they're being shunned yeah right well that like honestly that's how the indian culture is like that's the problem with the culture like it's um it's racist it's sexist it's homophobic like that's that's how the indian culture has been for a very long time and people need to like evolve you know and people are very fixed with the views and i think people like uh oh the religion itself is very open and accepting and people often confuse the religion with culture and the culture is not open and accepting that's the that's a problem like the culture needs to change and the culture is not aligned with the religion that's where the disconnect happens because we end up becoming influenced by the culture versus the religion yeah and like bindi said those do not go hand in hand i don't cons- i'm born into a sick family i'm not a proper sick i cut my hair right like mm-hmm. and all that stuff right so culturally i'm i am a sick but if you think about it like what it really means i'm not yeah yeah me too yeah oh cuz i thought you uh yeah but that's the thing how do you like then evoke invoke change evoke yeah evoke change in the culture you know like that that's a difficult thing to do and you have to really like challenge uh people like i feel like it's the elders in the culture you really have to challenge their viewpoints to change they're not going to change you can challenge their viewpoints you can try educating them but they are stuck in their ways and they will not change it starts with the new generation and kids and how you raise them that's where that's where change happens and that's what because they're going to grow up and take their values and influence the world around them it's and what what they do is based on how you taught them and what kind of values you instill in them the other thing that annoys me is like so there's like so many like traditions right in the punjabi culture and the fact that like no parents or even grandparents like a large part of them don't even know the meaning behind the traditions and then when you ask you like they basically just tell you to like shut the fuck up and follow <laughs> it right like but i'm like you can't even tell me the reasoning behind it yet we're like forced to like follow them blindly like it's like it's so illogical Like I like, think it's just like the wedding and like uh, tradition like, it's very exaggerated like it doesn't yeah. need to be that elongated and all this and It like, doesn't yeah and all like these little wedding traditions that you have to like you know follow a lot of them like 
a lot of it is even outdated and doesn't make sense like um on the wedding day why does the guy have a sword like it just makes no sense in today's time and age you know yeah in today's and yeah, today's t- uh, day and age it makes no sense because it's not like you can use it right they only had it for protection back in the day when they used to go off uh, on the broth and they had sarvalla as a as a as a backup right so those things they get left over from yesteryear and uh they lose their true meaning and they just become symbolic well Does i feel it, like yeah. the thing with like holding like uh, uh sword i guess right yeah i guess it's like 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 having old traditions having like a rich culture i feel like that's good in mm-hmm. some right like you know like we look at all these like european countries they have such nice architecture even though it might not make sense right it's maybe yeah. not the best for like materials and like economically and like mm-hmm. ergonomically but that's what makes their culture pretty and like in the same way i feel like having history and like holding weapons you know kind of mm-hmm. takes you back to like the simpler times right like even today like if you anybody gets like uh I guess like you know, like you know, is honored or something. They'll give them like a kurpan or something. You know, like you're being honored by like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's symbolic. It's good in that mm-hmm. way. I guess. Yeah, makes sense. Um. Yeah. But it has no utility. No. Right. Especially like wedding, not like um, wedding the kurpans, right? They're not like sharp. They're mostly just decorative, right? But if you go to like uh, like a sex store or something, you will find like weapons that are actually like proper sharp and like. Like it got the car, like they're actually used and stuff, right? But most yeah. wedding things, they're not like like built to like actually use. But see, that's the thing. Like, if you said to your parents, like, "Oh, I don't want to hold a sword because it doesn't makes no sense, right? It's illogical. It's like it's gonna be like, oh, well, this is what you're supposed to do on your wedding, so you need to hold it. Like, it's that. That's the kind of shit that annoys me, you know. But certain things, I understand what you're saying, but certain things have become an institution and you can't change those. Yeah. Certain things are, are are worth fighting against, like educating people on race equality and sexual orientation equality. Holding a sword, I don't give a fuck. Like, like it, That's just a for instance, because there's like a lot of little situations like that that happen. Because um, the other thing I don't understand is like if I look at the flip side of it and I was like, my child like there was like some kind of Punjabi wedding tradition my child didn't want to do like I don't want to wear a glitter or something I wouldn't give a shit like don't wear them like you know but like for our parents it's such a big deal like if we were to not do one of these things that's because you're not you specifically are not as connected to the culture as let's say I am or even that guy and uh and our parents like when it comes time for our, our for our kids to get married depending on who they marry depending on even if they want a wedding like we didn't want a wedding if they if they do want a wedding if and, and if it turns out to be a Sikh wedding if, if they marry, uh, marry marry another Sikh person i would want the actual traditions that are involved in that wedding to be observed yeah but if my child didn't want a specific thing i would be like okay like i agree i'm not gonna force yeah i'm not gonna force them but i would prefer that they are those traditions are observed but i'm not gonna force them if they don't want them to to be implemented so see that's the difference that's because we come from a different time than our parents i think it's also like it was back in the day before like i guess the civil revolution and stuff they never had no money they never had like proper shit right the traditions were all that they had in a sense right so that's why i guess it means more to them it was more of their identity exactly yeah yeah anything else no i don't think so
also like you know what like i find surprising is like you know like growing up our parents had to like they just followed exactly what their parents told them to do like did not question it did not argue with it just blindly followed right maybe they did you weren't there when they were younger you just see like them they're older now but maybe when they're younger but hold on you if the way that your parents behave with their parents now no one people hardly become more submissive as they get older they become more independent and and uh, uh what's it called uh, respectful no uh, autonomous or in- independent as they get older that i like i find so crazy because like i don't think i would ever be able to like do that like like how do you not like because you know everyone has like kind of dreams of their own like how do you not like voice your own things that you want or take control of your life like how do you just like do what you're told like it was a different culture well, they never had like books they weren't like well read people right this went with what they knew because that was the only information out there they went with what they knew and they went with what other people told them yeah right um my dad has a master's in agriculture uh agricultural science and i think he did that because someone told my grandpa that that's what he should do Aww. so that's what he did i think that's how it went i i, I might be mistaken but if, i think that's uh, that's what it is yeah that's so crazy like in those days if you're the child you your opinion has zero value yeah because you don't know shit right you can't challenge what your parents said but today you can and also today parents are more more understanding that the kids have a voice so the kids opinions are much more accepted yeah i guess it's a different time and then like where we were like raised in like western culture where like you have more freedoms but the thing that drives me crazy is especially when it comes to my mom she sees the expression of negative emotions as a sign of disrespect it's not always a sign of disrespect like if you are upset with her about something yeah. that's disrespectful yeah if if you get up if you get upset with her about something and you happen to raise your voice because when, when you're frustrated yeah. your voice naturally goes up that's seen as disrespectful i don't that's not that's that's not i don't think that's disrespectful that's just you expressing your emotions i think our mom's like that too right because yeah. like if you speak to her in a certain tone like she'll feel like you're disrespecting her if you blatantly insult your parent that's disrespectful but if you're having a discussion and you get frustrated and your voice goes up but that's not that's just a normal conversation that's that's a that's a human being letting their emotions out that drives me crazy i think that was like probably taught to them by their parents of like you don't speak to your parent like that and that's what it's like ingrained in their head but like Okay, if you're a kid, if my kid talks to me in like an elevated voice, yeah, I get kind of pissed, right? But if, I, if, I, if I'm like a 50-year-old and my son's like 30, I'd be this is a normal conversation, right? It depends how old, the, yeah. how old the child is. But even if it's a, a younger child, if they do express that t- type of emotion, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a human being, man. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. Right? It doesn't, necess- it doesn't mean that, they d- that they're disrespecting you. Let's just say, let's just say fuck you, dad. Right? Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's different. Right, but if they if they're frustrated, if, if they're angry, they should be allowed to express that emotion in a healthy way, without being uh, punished or penalized for having a human experience. Yeah, I also think a lot of like us brown kids would have better relationships with our parents if we like moved out and didn't live with them. Can't afford a house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we're gonna go do that, but I think like you know, in your late twenties, thirty year old, like you should just move out and get your own place. I think you would have a better relationship with your parents because at that point, like, you want to do your own thing. And I think it's just too, it's like, it's a weird dynamic that gets created in the house. Like, yeah, yeah. You've seen those memes about 
uh, um, I feel terrible that I missed out on the 2008 uh, stock market crash because I was seven years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm going to be like 60 and still living with these people. You got to pay off their mortgage. Exactly. <laughs> you have no choice. Your dad's trying to make me a lawyer, man. It's your mortgage now. <laughs> it's your mortgage now. When you're 60? Yeah. How old are these people going to be? 100? Probably 100. 100 something. 100 and 103. The thing that pisses me off about parent-child relationships is how fobs view them. It's not their fault. It's just the culture that they came from. Yeah. It's a very different culture. We might be the same, like Punjabi, Indian, whatever. Yeah. But it's a vastly different culture in India versus the culture here. Their values are different. Their values are different. So I, uh, I know this one guy, right? And he just takes on unnecessary stress. It pains him that people here choose to not live with their parents. Oh, damn. Right? So, that kind of stuff, it's like, like, like dude, like... Yeah, but even our parents, like, they'll, like, shit on people, like, That's different in my household, because my parents said, if you want to move out, you should move out. Yeah. You're not obligated to stay with us. If you want to stay with us, you're more than welcome to stay with us. But if you and your wife want to live elsewhere, you have you you have our blessings. It's different in our house. In our house, if it's I, my mortgage, man. You got to pay the mortgage. Exactly. It's like, no. what did I educate you for? What did <laughs> I like feed you for? Need, pay my mortgage. Need to be reimbursed. No, but like my parent, like I don't, I don't know if it's both areas. Or maybe it's just mom. Like the other way too. Like with her daughters, she wants her daughters to live with her in-laws, and I'm like, I'm like, what, like for starters like that's just a weird thing to want like what's it to you if we're whether you live with them or not right like but it's, it's, it's weird to me like other why? people it's all like oh this person gonna say this and this auntie's gonna say this right? so let them that's what like, it comes down cares? to yeah like, you know like she gets a phone call from oh my god it? like you know she kicked her like the daughter came in and she took the son away from the parents right so like, my mom st- my mom still feel, feels the need to justify the people that she and I Bindi and I don't have uh, have an arranged marriage it's like yeah so Robin's getting married oh wow he's getting married uh, yeah he's getting married you don't know have kids they are these days they uh, <laughs> they find their spouses all on their own you know like, what can you do that's just how it is like why do you gotta say that like, Th- really not that she's a problem with you it's just how what, what are people gonna say about their kids were dating like no one gives a shit like they're the person you're talking to their daughter's probably fucking hoeing around somewhere in downtown <laughs> No, but didn't like isn't that the norm? Like, aren't are all your cousins finding their own people? Like, that's what I have. Uh, okay, listen, I've stopped trying to have these conversations with my mom because it's a waste of my time. So, but like, wait, 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 wait why are you justifying it? No one's doing anything wrong. This is how things happen. Yeah, wait till I tell them we met online. Oh, <laughs> are they gonna be like upset about it? Are they gonna find it weird? I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to let them believe what, the lie that, that that they were fed. So a funny story. My friend came to my house. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my mom's like, thank you so much for setting up Robin with Bindi. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and we go outside. He's like, uh, you might have mentioned to me that you used me as a lie. I'm like, I fucking forgot what I told him myself. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought it would come up. That's funny. Yeah. What's your ideal girl? Or is it just uh, I don't know. Just think. We gotta we 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 gotta, we gotta come up with the criteria. Uh, just uh, shorter than me, right? That's one thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, do you want someone who's like more nerdy, more like funny? Like, I don't. I think I'm funny enough. I don't think we need another funny person, right? Okay. Nothing. Nothing would get done in the house. Uh, so you we, want someone more serious? Not even serious. Just to get shit done, right? So you want to date like a mom? Because <laughs> 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 that lady will get shit done. <laughs> To get it done for the amount of energy exorbited on getting said things done yeah. will be exceeded the normalness. What the hell is exorbited? <laughs> exorbited, that's a word. It's exerted. Exerted, okay. <laughs> the hell happened to you guys, man? You guys are all born in Canada? You guys can't speak English? That just goes to show you the Canadian school systems are failing us. <laughs> I came up in the same school system. Times were different, okay? Times were different back then. <laughs> Um, yeah, we used to have like 40 kids in one class because like another school moved into our school uh, yeah anyways uh, my half my teachers couldn't speak English themselves oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that explains it were they all Punjabi? my grade 4 teacher he was he was like uh, from Nigeria I think he couldn't speak English probably then then another my grade 5 teacher right okay so the the classrooms of these two teachers were across each other right and like we had like our teacher he was our nigerian teacher man was always come to school in like a suit and had like a whole briefcase really serious guy right pretty serious then across the room we had a mr you this china guy he's like born here brought up here right he'd always like make fun of him you know he'd be like good man sir good day and he'd like salute him he was like just fuck with him yeah I don't know, man. I came up in the same school system, and I don't know what the hell's wrong with you guys. This one can't say Tylenol. You can't say exerted. Can't say promiscuous. Um. So is it? Who was? Is it Freud's theory that like uh men try to uh date or marry someone that's like similar to their mother? Nah, man. Nah. Yeah, I think so. Nah. No, that's a Freud's no, theory. Okay. I'm not saying it's accurate. Freud, keep your shit to yourself, man. We don't Freud. Need that. Freud, Freud, foil paper. <laughs> we don't need that shit, man. But maybe, like, some aspects of it might be true. Okay, we'll see when I get a girlfriend, yo. Yeah. Then we'll see. We'll find out. It's not true, though, because you're not like my mom. It's not true. It's not how it works. I don't believe in that theory. I could come up with, it, like, seven theories right now. Go. Okay, just give me a topic, and I'll give you a spit out a theory like that. This one right here? Like, what, who guys did? Yeah, the type of girl that they find. Uh, they find girls that uh, you know, like they like. There you go. That's a that's a theory. That's not a theory. That is not a theory. You, I don't even know what to call you right now. I'm trying to be delinquent. No, not even delinquent. You dimwit. Of course, you find people you like. There you go. That's it's not. That's not a theory. Okay. Then what if somebody marries somebody who? Well, what are toxic relationships? Then that goes against my theory. That's. Okay. What? Okay, in a toxic relationship doesn't mean that you don't like the person. You like the person, but the relationship is unhealthy. It's because it could be because how <laughs> no, like how it could be one person or both people, like how they treat each other. Maybe there's a breakdown of communication. Like there's a lot of different reasons. There could so be like, jealousy, trust issues. So like in broken telephone when the word comes in something and it comes out something else. But. Sometimes this to me not to hurt. Like muscles are twitching in my stomach. Um, sometimes this to me, yeah, feels like an unhealthy, a toxic relationship because she is very easy to manipulate. So you are the toxic one. I no no I'm not. Okay. But if I was a dick, <laughs> it would be so easy. 
to take advantage of her. Are you saying you've been manipulating me? Like that? I have not been manipulating you. I'm saying it's really easy to manipulate. If the opportunity but arises, like, you could. But like, okay, so how, like, what is it that makes me easy to manipulate? Like, what is it? We do everything that I want to do. And if I say slightly, I don't want to do that, you're like, oh, that's fine. We don't, we don't have to do that. Because yeah, I generally do not care what we do. I just don't give a shit. See how that, you see how easy that becomes to take advantage of? But it's not taking advantage when I generally do not care. Let's start a Ponzi scheme and scam everybody. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. No, I don't. Um, I don't agree with this because, like, okay, yeah. Listen, you don't always express how you truly feel. I don't. Yeah, isn't that, that that's that's unhealthy? And I pick up on it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck! If you don't want to express, I don't. Let's do it the more the, we'll do it my way. But eventually, I do discuss it. I just don't do it right away at that time. But no, I don't manipulate you. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just I, I don't manipulate you. Is there no way but, for somebody to know they're being manipulated? Like what are the signs? You wouldn't know until after the fact. It's when the other person always gets their way. That's how. Oh. Thing is, okay, she says she doesn't care about what we do, but it makes me feel bad that we always do what I want to do. Well, that's that's a you problem. Like, but that isn't manipulating someone just because you always get your way. No, I'm saying if I wanted to, I could. Hold on, hold on. Okay, we're, we're going to California after the wedding, okay? Yeah. The plan was San Francisco, Yosemite National Park, Napa Valley, okay? Nice. I really want to do Yosemite. She wanted to do Napa. But she's given up her trip to Napa to do two nights in Yosemite. I feel bad for that. Yeah. Because I wanted her to have her day too. Yeah. But she's like, no, no, we'll do that. So like that kind of stuff is like, it's, it makes me uncomfortable. So Napa Valley sponsored by Napa Auto Pro? No, it's not. <laughs> Okay, but the thing is, I wanted... Okay, I remember I okay, I did all the research for the trip, right? So, Yosemite, then we're staying at Tanea Lodge. Tanea Lodge has pools and bars, and you can, like, drink and be in the pool. And that's all I want to do. I just want to drink and be in a pool. <laughs> so, the reason I want to go to Napa is because I want to, like, drink. So, if I'm doing that at Tanea Lodge, then I'll do it there. Like, I don't care. That's why I agreed to it. My point is, your willingness to go with everything that I want to do makes me feel uncomfortable. Because it seems like I'm taking advantage of you. But see, taking advantage would be like if we're doing everything you want to do and I don't want to do it. That would be taking advantage. But if I'm saying, yeah, like I'm cool with that, like I want to do that, then that's not taking advantage. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's like different. Um, right on, dude. But then, see, then in the rare occasion where I do like decide oh, I want to go there or do that, then it's like you automatically say yes because I, I like rarely ask to do things. You earn it. <laughs> From now on, whenever we go out or go to eat, visit places you're picking it's also very it's it's also it's just a chore trying to decide what we want to do so from now on you pick and take me wherever you want but then you you, s- have, <laughs> you pick your pressure on you man what if the place is shit right but see this is where you say it in theory but Let's try it. you actually are a picky person so i think i would maybe suggest something um i think i would likely be that i suggest something and then you're like oh i don't want to do that i don't want to go there like okay that's uh, uh let's, okay, let's let's wrap it up uh, what i call putting a button on it huh the, the black man in this country you can't compromise you can't got circumcised you have to compromise put your mic down turn it off <laughs> turn your mic off um okay uh wrapping it up it's been a very productive day um any closing words? That's okay. great. The threesome was great. Shut up, man. Three episodes in a day, man. That's what I call a threesome, bro. 
<laughs> Alright, go turn it off. Before he says some other wild shit. <laughs> <laughs>